the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Picture Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Friday. Yeah, I love it. Friday's fine. We finally got here. Uh, some weeks, doesn't it seem like Friday takes longer uh, on some weeks than others? And this, I don't know why this week just felt like it took a long time to get here. Uh, we got so many things to talk about. Uh, we had a jobs number come out today that, well, it, was, it wasn't great. That's the new good thing. We, we now, listen, just understand this. We need to have not great jobs, though. Now, we don't want them to, uh, let me just make a, a, a distinction. They don't want them to be downright crappy. They just don't want them to be good, right? So uh, think about uh, the box that the U.S. economy has to be in. We had the leader of Hezbollah talking today, making some very interesting comments, and then a resolution uh, that just passed in the House. I don't, I don't like it because it certainly seems like a precursor to saying it's okay for us to go into Iran. So we got a lot of things to talk about, a lot of things to go over, uh, 800-951-951. 0592, that is our toll-free number. Of course, what are we talking about? The physical delivery of wealth insurance, yep. Gold and silver uh, and a avalanche of central banks buying gold as well. We're going to set ourselves up. It's either going to be another record year for central bank gold. I remember last year uh, took out uh, the records going all the way back into the 60s. This year, I think we're going to be just short of that. I think this will be uh, probably the second biggest central bank buying ever as uh, despite the prices rising in October, uh, bought a bunch more gold. And it seems like every month now, Jason, the central banks, they buy a little more, buy a little more. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know what? I think we need to buy a little more. Uh, th- this is definitely uh, being one of those patterns uh, that that they that just says, hey, we're looking at all the fiat money around the world. All of it. And you know what we're saying? Eh, yeah, I think we want to have less of that. And I think this is really what the central banks are saying. Yeah, and, and when they buy gold, Joe, they're not just buying a little bit. They're buying a lot. They're buying... You know, hey, a quarter percent of all the gold that's still left, we just made that purchase. A quarter percent just went in, you know, and then the next central bank, well, we just bought a half a percent of all above ground gold. I mean, it doesn't sound like a lot, but there's not that much gold above ground. Yeah. Gold purchases are, are, to your point, gold purchases are are done in tons. Like one ton. Okay, a ton. 32,150 ounces. So so when we talk about, hey, this, this central bank bought 15 tons, this central bank bought 20 tons, 30 tons, uh, these are huge amounts of gold. 
Correct. And uh, when, you, when you're sopping up a half a percent there and a one percent there, it doesn't take very long. And they've been doing this for a couple of years now, Joe. It doesn't take very long before, the, you know, the, yeah, there's always going to be gold and silver floating around. They're not going to have every ounce. You know, people hold on to it. But, Joe, what's, what are they getting ready for? What is the price of this stuff going to be, the fact that they're holding this much of it, right? It, it, either they're going to have a gold-backed digital currency, which if they even do that, it'll be short-lived, or more importantly, a, a global monetary reset where gold and silver is going to blow up like a bomb, and you might as well have it because that's what it's going to do no matter what, no matter what all these financial wizards do, Joe. They can't, they can't control an ounce of gold is the same as a cow. They just can't, they can't fix that. They can fix the paper. They just can't fix the the reality, right, Joe? And so they're they're in a reality based situation. They're buying gold. If if the biggest players in the world are buying it, why aren't you buying it? And why aren't you more urgently buying it, right, Joe? Well, that's the thing. I think a lot of people are starting uh, to figure this out. That hey, wait a minute, uh, maybe I need to start really paying attention. Uh, you know, more interesting comments coming out of Japan. Uh, as it just certainly seems like the Japanese central bank is not going to be able uh, to control uh, what's happening. Just to give you an idea, they also do quantitative easing. They're, they're literally uh, just about the only buyer of its own debt. They're, they now, their central bank now holds more debt than the entire Japanese economy, right? Over 100% of GDP, not to mention uh, the debt of its own countries. Uh, I think this is something where everybody sees the path that most of the fiscal or the fiats, this is the fact, and we're on it, right? Let, let, let's, let's, let's not kid ourselves, right? We're, we're talking about, hey, every quarter, we're auctioning off between, you know, Three quarters of a trillion to a trillion dollars, and and it seems like every year that number just grows and grows and grows. Right? Uh, you know, uh, uh, it was was it uh, Drunk Miller had the had the best thing. Hey, you know, when, when you're in a hole, eventually someone needs to say stop digging. Uh, we don't seem to have that. And then the reverse repost. Jason and I had this talk today. By the way, allamericangold.com. Lynette Zhang. A great, great piece on reverse repos. We've been telling you this is very important for the United States. And we're running, this thing is running dry. This was all this excess money that these banks had, and primarily the big banks. All this excess money that they had set aside, which, you know, we've told you, hey, it was $2.5 trillion in 2022. That was the high below a trillion and it looks like first quarter it's going to be bone dry interesting because all of a sudden how many people are saying the recession starts in the first quarter Patriot Radio News Hour will be back after the break 800 951 Joe and Jason Patriot Radio News Hour on this Friday, a quick look in at the markets. Listen, Dow's up uh, about 180 points. Why? Well, I don't know if you guys saw Apple. Not good. A fourth straight monthly decline, and it's picking up steam. Uh, but, again, crappy jobs somehow. <laughs> this, this, this is the world we got to live in, right? Because, well, 
Uh, again, more fuel for the Fed is done. The S&P's up 30. The Nasdaq's up 110. Gold's up 10. Right? Gold, 2003. Silver. Hi-ho, silver, right? Silver, uh, again, building this great base uh, in the low t- uh, 20s as, as that ultimate base, but skyrocketing back above $23, uh, up 50 cents right now, 23.35. The 10-year note all the way down to 4, 5 and change. 4, 5, yeah, <laughs> And again, uh, we're getting these wild swings, uh, but all of this is because I think a lot of really smart people have put the pieces to the puzzle together, like Jason and I have been talking about, with the draining of the reverse repos. Let's not forget, a lot of you are like, hey, where's all the bank failures? Where, Where are they? Right, we, I mean, we had those few early on. We haven't had any more. Well, that's because the Fed's got their bailout facility. Another record. How many weeks in a row? I've lost count of how many weeks in a row this thing has set another record. By the way, they're supposed to pay all this money back in six months. Right, right. And yet every week it's another record and another record and another record. And now the repo money's running out. You know what? Maybe, just maybe, just maybe, maybe you want to listen and say, you know what? I'm going to be a little less exposed to Wall Street. You know what? I'm going to call Y-Refi. Because you know what? 10.25% returns don't look too bad. And I don't have to worry. I've got, a, I've got at least some of that... Uh, portfolio, and just in case. Listen, we could be wrong, right? I don't know, some some miracle repo fairy could show up out of the blue, right? All of a sudden, I, I, I don't know, right? The, the government taxes just quadrupled uh, for no reason. People just said, you know what? I'm just going to give the government more money because I'm a good guy. Maybe that could happen. Monkeys could fly out of my butt. I, I don't know. But I'm just saying, you may want to check them out. Up to 10.25% return fixed. What does that mean? Doesn't change. Same. Ever. You can turn your income on. You can turn it off. What does that mean? Well, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe you want to put 500000 in there. You can take that 10.25% every month and use it as income if you want. You can leave it in there. You can compound it. Do whatever you want. What, the, what does that cost? Nothing. What if I want to change? What if I want to turn it on and I want to turn it off later? Fine. What if I need my money back? Are they going to take a big chunk of my principal? No. Nope. Check them out. Invest. Yrefi.com. That's the word invest. The letter Y. R-E-F-Y.com. Or just, just make it easy. Just call them. 888-Y-REFI-24. So, uh, man, I don't even know where to start. Let's start with jobs. Okay, let's let's start there. Jason, hundred and fifty thousand jobs created, uh, well below expectation, well below uh, the whisper number. So the expectation was one eighty, but everyone really thought it was going to be two hundred plus. 
Matter of fact, some people thought it was going to be 300 plus, 150. Then they went back and they lowered the jobs from the previous month. So this has been a pattern, right, for the uh, the Bureau of Labor Statistics for the last year and a half. They just whack, they overestimate and then whack them. Uh, August, they lowered it by 62,000. September, by 40,000. I mean, so, you know, they took away 100,000 jobs from, from the previous months. But still, 150,000, that, that's not that's not horrible. It's not great. You know, you, you put that into, well, well it's okay. Uh, the problem is uh, that it it's, doesn't give you a lot of room, right? Okay can turn into crappy pretty quickly. But 150,000, they did, that. that is what they liked. Uh, the unemployment rate also ticked higher, so we're closing in on 4%. Uh, but the big number, the number of employed workers dropped by 348,000. So I, I, I don't know. I, I'm looking at this and thinking, okay, are these just all these people just retiring? And we know, listen, every month a lot of people retire. We're, we just are an older society. Are they retired and the companies aren't replacing them? I, I, I don't know, but that was one of the things uh, that seemingly uh, jumped out of the page. Uh, by the way, never in U.S. history have the household survey and the Bureau of Labor Statistics number been this different. Uh, unemployed workers surged by 146,000. So the headline number looked, you know, mediocre. But the numbers underneath it actually looked crappy. And I think that's what made Wall Street happy today. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, when you base your buying and selling off the numbers, and yeah, it's moving in that direction. How long ago was the Fed first kind of mentioning we want job destruction to fix this thing? How long ago? Has it been two a years? A year ago? Yeah, year, at least a year. I was going to say at least a year ago, if not longer. So this, it's just, gosh, it's been just a slow push towards it, you know. It's, they just don't, you know, they want this soft landing so bad, don't they, Joe? They want it so badly for it to, for this to be like a, you know, an, oh, it'll be a downturn, but that's all. You know, we're not going to say recession or or depression or we're not going to, you know, but, you know, I just, you know, I, here's the thing is I, we know where it's going to head, Joe. It's going to head in a very rocky, bad place. It's just I wish we could just get there so that we can see what what's behind that, right? Because that's, that's going to be the big question. Is this something where we get to it and it's really bad and it just stays there? Or is there some sort of a bounce where it, you know, okay, they've they've flushed the toilet and now it's, we got clean water, right? Yeah. So uh, just uh, where the jobs were, fifty-one thousand government jobs. So a third of the number was government. Uh, that actually puts it real close to ADP, which is kind of scary. Remember ADP? I think they said eighty-nine thousand private sector jobs. The government said ninety-nine thousand. Uh, by the way, eighty-nine thousand. Education and health services, the interesting number here, restaurants, which is always, I mean, that's usually, uh, them and health services are usually the two big areas. Only 
100 jobs in the waiter bartender category. That's just something to look at. We'll see. Uh, manufacturing down 35,000 jobs in, in uh, business services. Those are those high-paying jobs. Really no growth there either, Jason. So, again, the devil in the details here is the headline number, which wasn't great, actually looked better than all the other numbers in, in, that, in those jobs numbers. Uh, and you kind of start putting the pieces together here, right? The bailout facilities on the banks, another record high, uh, which makes sense because the bankruptcies, by the way, uh, bankruptcies piling up, total bankruptcy filings rose again uh, in September. Uh, and again, just doesn't seem to end. Corporate bankruptcies are up 30 percent, 15,051 cases. Uh, and they're saying that total bankruptcy filings in the nation uh, now hit 433,658 cases. Uh, Jason, again, this is another sign. Consumers are the, the lower end consumers out of money. I'll call it the quasi zombie businesses. The businesses that said, hey, I'm only in business because I was able to borrow money at 0% or right near 0%. And now my loans are coming due and I can't borrow at that low rate anymore. We've got to file bankruptcy. I mean, it's actually a pretty simple thing here where the bottom runs, the consumer, the low end consumer out of money. Businesses, right? those businesses that were just hanging on. Jason, they're now out of money and, and unable to borrow more at what they can afford. And that's sort of the problem with the reverse repo emptying out, Joey, because that's the end of that's that slushy little extra money that the bigger institutions can use. So as you're talking about these smaller, like you said, the, 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 the smaller institutions running, the smaller businesses running out of money and unable to borrow, well, what happens when the bigger institutions no longer have that, that's, that, that slush fund of cash that's sitting there for them, right? And not only are the small businesses going to be more out of money and more uh, you know, charging the credit card or whatever credit lines they have to the max, they're not going to be able to establish any new credit. They're not going to be able to establish any new loans. So, yeah, that's where the uh, that's where these uh, these – the, the business, uh, sec, you know, the, the securities, the uh, properties, the business uh, properties that are, are underwater are going to become even worse, Joe. This, I think, I think the, uh, the apocalypse of uh, business properties hasn't actually hit us very hard yet. I think it's when this money runs out, Joe, because banks are going to take care of as many of their people as they possibly can until they can't, right? So these loans are going to... Well, we're just going to see. I, I just the 2024 is going to be a remarkable year. I just it just it's just built up for it, Joe. All right, I'm just uh, just some breaking news here. Uh, being told that the automated clearinghouse system for banks is down. Of course, today is Friday, uh, so you may you want to check to see if your Direct deposits are actually showing up in your accounts. Uh, B of A, Chase, U.S. Bank, Wells Fargo, Truist. I mean, uh, even places like Verizon and AT&T are saying, hey, there's a system 
issue. The system is down uh, on Bank of America's websites. Some deposits may be temporarily delayed. Uh, I, you know, what, what do you do? Right. What, what, what does that mean? Uh, temporarily today uh, delayed. Uh, but don't worry. I want I want everyone to know this. They're very confident that your your account remains secure. Yeah, I mean it's so secure that you can't even put money in it. I mean that's how. I mean they got it locked up. So so don't worry, and your balances will be updated as soon as the deposit is received. So it's uh, again the banks are saying, hey, the system, you know, the automated system that was going to tell us uh, apparently is not working right now, Jason. Uh, and again, wait to you know digital money. I say this all the time. Listen, technology is great. It's great until it doesn't work, right? And, and then, and then you've got a huge problem, don't you? Well, and Joe, in any type of situation where payments can't be made uh, in their normal situation, we see what's happening. Liquidity is drying up. That's you know, anytime payments don't make it where they're supposed to go, and there's some sort of excuse, we'll just call it an excuse, whatever it is. Sure seems like those are banks not trusting each other, isn't it? You know, hey, uh, we're just going to send you this payment one day later. Oh, we're going to send you this payment three days later. You know, isn't that what happens to the guy who can't pay his mortgage or pay, pay his rent? One day later, what two happened? days later, two weeks later. What, what are you going to do when they say, hey, you know what? Your, your account says, don't worry, all the accounts are on lockdown. Uh, we'll get back to you. Uh, when when the crisis is over, because that's sooner or later, that's what the statement's going to say. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Friday. I got some great specials for you today. So gold's up almost ten bucks. Yesterday we were running those ten dollar liberties at a thousand ninety five. I'm holding that price. So there was a great deal yesterday, an even better deal today. Uh, get Be your own central bank. We're going to talk about central bank gold buying. It's incredible. Uh, but but get that, take advantage of that price. Silver. Silver is up 50 cents an ounce. I actually lowered the price on silver dimes and silver quarters. Silver dimes at a hundred dollars. That's like silver at twenty-two bucks. Quarters at two hundred. So when you talk about okay, what do I want to use? Junk silver, utility silver, whatever you want. You know, why do I hold it? Well, first of all, it is the cheapest way to own U.S. government hallmark silver because all of that silver dimes and quarters. Pre-1965, 1964 and older, minted by our government, U.S. minted. It's the cheapest way to do it as far as price per ounce. That's a great thing, right? Okay, that's a positive. If you ever get into a barter situation, and this is, this is, your, this is your everyday stuff. I'm getting a couple of eggs. Maybe I'm getting some tomatoes, right? I'm I'm trading. I'm getting some, you know, potatoes, a gallon of milk. Uh, This is this is your everyday run of the mill 
You know, I'm getting I'm getting bottled water off of a guy, whatever it may be. You know, and I, I like it right now. Uh, you think in Gaza? Hey, I, I've got I've got whatever the money right shekels or whatever they're using there, or I got utility silver. Which one do you think those guys want to get right now? If they have things, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll take the silver. Thank you very much. Uh, so a hundred dollars on fifty roll of fifty silver dimes, two hundred dollars on a roll of forty ten dollar face value. Uh, silver quarters, and just uh, that puts your cost below $28 an ounce. Uh, so two great ways to go here. Utility silver, dimes and quarters, right? $5 face value, roll of dimes, $100. $10 face value, roll of quarters, $200. Or the $10 half ounce of Liberty Gold piece at $1,095 at $800. Nine five one zero five nine two and Jason, the numbers are in. Central bank gold buying, and this is uh, a September number. Up seventy-seven more tons in the month of September. It is the second highest amount of gold bought in the month of September ever. Outside of September of last year. What does that mean, 77 metric tons? That's 2.475 million ounces of gold. Just under $5 billion. At at, at $2,000, that's over $5 billion in a month. For the quarter, 337 metric tons just under 11 million ounces of gold in 90 days bought by central banks over 21 billion dollars that used to be listen here's the truth the majority of that money used to be go to treasuries that's just facts that's 20 billion less dollars that people bought treasuries with by and large for the year, by the way, we are at an all-time record high for the first nine months of the year. Again, I think we're going to fall just short of the record, but I could be wrong. 800 metric tons for the year. And this was because I don't people don't remember. Turkey sold about 250 metric tons at one earlier. They're, they're buying again. I mean, without Turkey, Jason... We're, we're, we'd be over a thousand already, but eight hundred metric tons for the year. Twenty-five million seven hundred and twenty thousand ounces of gold bought by central banks alone. That's over fifty billion dollars. Just to give perspective on how much gold they're actually chewing up here, it really is astounding. It's a lot of gold, Joe. That's a lot of gold, especially when you just go back a few years and, and hardly any of this was going on, right? <laughs> there wasn't a lot of this going yeah. on five years ago. Yeah, now it's it's, it's, know, at, a, it's at a fevered pitch, Joe. It, it's insane. Like I said, well above last year's pace, but last year finished so strong. 
Uh, we'll see. It, like I said, it's either going to be the highest ever or the second highest ever. And again, I think you, you, you kind of put that one off from Turkey because they were having, you know, the, the, the lira was in trouble there. Uh, the, the outside, and of course, now Turkey's buying again, by the way. It would be a record, right? This would be the record if it doesn't take it out. Uh, and, and, you know, just to give you an idea, because, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm throwing out almost 26 million ounces. If you watch that, you guys watch Gold Rush? Some of you do. I like that show. I do. Tony Beats and Parker Stobble. And, uh, you know, Parker Stobble mined 6,000 ounces. And he had to move, I mean, incredible amounts of dirt. I mean, it's incredible what he had to do to just get 6,000 ounces. These guys bought 26 million. I mean, just think about how many Parker Stobbles you need to get to that number. It is absolutely mind-blowing. And they're all doing, and, and listen, they've been buying gold now for over 15 years. But it started off small. You know, you go back to the night. Here was, uh, I'll, I'll liken it this way. Peak central banking was the late, you know, 80s into the 90s, right? We They got Paul Volcker got inflation to go down. Then Alan Greenspan duped everybody about Social Security. And remember, we had a couple fake budget surpluses in the Clinton years, remember? We're going to pay off the debt. I'm going to pay off the national debt by 2010. Yeah, woo! We did it, baby. They were selling 500 metric tons a year. That's what central banks were doing. Fast forward to today. Yeah, they're buying over 1,000 metric tons a year. That tells you all you need to know. 800 951 0592 when we get back what did the house do and what does it mean about Iran 800-951-0592 don't let the weekend go by don't I, who knows the weekend's a long time uh, $10 gold 1095 and, and again the data service sector data bad today all the data really said fed uh they're not, they're not hiking in December either. I think the Fed is done hiking until the repo auctions are at zero. And then one of two things is going to happen. The economy crashes like everyone thinks, or it doesn't, and inflation takes back off again. Either way, bullish for gold. $10 liberties, $1,095. Silver quarters, 50 silver quarters, 100 bucks. I'm sorry, 50 silver dimes, 100 bucks. 50, uh, 40 silver quarters. 40 silver quarters, 200 bucks. Right, that puts your cost for U.S. government Hallmark silver below $28. 800-951-0592. David DeCamp wrote this following article. The House of Representatives has passed a resolution that essentially, you know, I'm going to paraphrase it here, that a nuclear Iran is unacceptable 
and declares that it's the policy of the United States. Again, this is a House resolution that passed. A nuclear Iran is unacceptable. The policy of the United States to use all means necessary to prevent Iran from obtaining a nuclear weapon. The resolution passed, by the way, 354 to 53. 50 Democrats voted against it. Three Republicans voted against it. But Jason, man, does it sure seem like this is kind of green lighting. By the way, it's okay if we go into Iran because uh, our policy is they can't have a nuclear weapon. And as we know, in theory, Iran is on the verge of getting a nuclear weapon. I mean, uh, weapons of mass destruction, we use that for Iraq. Uh, the nuclear weapon thing, you know, coincidence? I don't know. Hasn't... Uh... America have been concerned about Iran getting a nuclear weapon since Bill Clinton was president. <laughs> I mean, how long are they going to be close to getting this thing going on? I mean, I, you know, this is starting to smell a lot like uh, weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, right? <laughs> That's what it's starting to sound like when you, you put it the way you just did, Joe. It sure has echoes of 2001, doesn't it? I'm just throwing it out here. By the way, this resolution got passed uh, on Wednesday. Look at the vote. I mean, this wasn't this wasn't even close, right? So that tells you, right? You know, the Senate they they love war; they don't care. And obviously, what's going on here with Israel uh, is the United States setting this up. Hey, this is our opportunity. Right, this is our opportunity. Let's go get it done. Uh, it, it just feels that way. Uh, the leader of Hezbollah w- was out today. Two two things that that uh, he kind of wanted to make clear. Number one, they had nothing to do with October seventh. That was Hamas, but made the case. Now they did not declare war. With Israel, they did not, he really didn't say, you know, if they were going to get directly involved. They're still launching rockets, but, you know, they're not really directly involved yet. But, man, did he make the case. How can we live with Israel as our neighbor? He was making this case to all the surrounding Muslim states. Uh, Obviously, over the last couple of days, right, Israel has taken out... Uh, some Hamas militants that they feel were directly responsible for October 7th that were in uh, what we'll call uh, within mixing themselves in within the civilian population, right? And and killed a lot of civilians in it. And and it just seems like, Jason, there's no good outcome here. But this resolution, at least to me, this resolution kind of is saying, okay, the second this thing gets a little more, uh, gets a little bigger, we, we've got we, we, we've got what we need now to go into Iran. 
Yeah, obviously you want to build a case. That's that's what happened uh, in 2001. You know, they sat in front of the Congress and they had this big meeting. Colin Powell's like, look, here's some trucks and here's some roads and here's some satellite pictures and here's some surveillance photos and we got to go in there and get those weapons of mass destruction. And then after the whole thing was over with, everyone's like, well, we didn't find them. They're nowhere to be found. So it doesn't really matter if they're there or not. It doesn't really matter what's actually happening. What matters is is, is the storyline uh, convincing enough to broaden the 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 entire uh, war that's in, it's in place, and you know, let's face it, it, no matter what what side you take or how you view this thing, Iran does back several groups across the Middle East that attacks and, and kills Israel. Well, I don't, you know, it doesn't really matter what the situation is. If someone's trying to kill you, you're supposed to put up a defense, and quite frankly, this defense might end up being uh, let's just pound on Iran a few times and make them stop. Yeah, and again, uh, you know, the difference being they needed to make that case because there wasn't this 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 thing with Israel wasn't happening then, right? There was relative calm. And so we, I, I, this time around, I mean, are they even going to need to make the case other than, you know what, Iran's been helping these guys that are killing uh, Israelis and, oh, by the way, they've almost got a nuclear weapon. We just got to go take them out. Boy, if that does, do we see $100-plus gold days? Yep, probably. 800-951-0592. Final segment of the week coming up next. 800-951-0592. Uh, you know, got $2,000 gold. Uh, silver is 23 and a quarter right now. Uh, $10 liberties. $1,095. Uh, you know, you, you, you think about, hey, you put two of those together, uh, $2,190 for an ounce of gold. That gold, that 2000 that's just, it's outrageous. It's awesome, right? Take advantage of that. Uh, and then, of course, utility, a.k.a. junk silver, $10 face value, rolls of silver quarters at $200. $5 face value, Rolls of silver dimes at a hundred dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. So, uh, think about this week, man. A lot. Treasury. Here's how much more debt we have to sell. We'll see how next week goes. Right next week, on top of all the regular auctions, they got to auction off another hundred and twelve billion dollars of notes. Uh, why do I have the feeling that this 10-year note is uh, a few days of celebratory? It'll be interesting what happens with that next week. The Fed, pretty much, I mean, they didn't say it explicitly, but said, hey, we're, we're on pause, and we're on pause going into January, right? And, and again, I think they're just waiting for what happens when the reverse repo runs out of money, how bad does it get? Where does the money come from at that point? Now, if there's chaos in the world, if there's World War III, well, they won't have to worry about it then, right? Hey, there'll be plenty of money in Treasury because everybody will be getting out of equities. It's a possibility. I don't like it. I don't like what I just read from the House. What, what guys like Jeff Gunlatch and others, Stan Drunkenmiller, have been talking about. At the same time, 
Yeah, I know. There's, there hasn't been any bank failures because the emergency bailout facility keep, just grows week after week, month after month. Shh, don't worry. Don't, let's just not talk about it. Hey, great, great idea. Let's not talk about it. Then people won't know. The job market, too early to tell. Yeah, this was a softer number. Uh, but, Jason, this is just a number, right? Uh, we'll see. Uh, but if this jobs number continues to stay soft, it really is shaping up for we better either, one, get the Middle East war to expand. Otherwise, I think we're headed into some big, big trouble come 2024 as the reverse repo runs out of money. Yeah, I think that's that's a very uh, a good way to, to look at it, Joe, because, uh, you know, the Middle East uh, war expanding definitely uh, garners a lot of benefits to a broken financial system for sure. You know, so I, it almost has to become something more or something else has to happen in another place and, and then they'll have what they need. I mean, uh, we already have the Congress, you know, talking about spending money in both places, right? So why not throw a third place on or, or, or once again, they'll just double, triple, hey, Israel's in this country. Israel's attacking Iran. Yeah, they, can you imagine the kind of spending that they're going to want to do at that point, Joe? L- listen to this. So the House approved $14 billion for Israel. But they, they had a caveat. You've got to cut $14 billion in spending. What did Joe Biden Nope, I'm vetoing it. Nope, veto. <laughs> what, we can't even cut $14 billion? Nope, I'm going to wow. veto that. 800 Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.